Welcome to Teenish Podcast with Alexia and Sophie. That was great. For today's podcast, I am saddened to let everybody know that it is a one-man show today. Sophia has fallen asleep, she has taken a nap, and she has not woken up. So, for today, you're stuck with just me. I sincerely apologize. You know, while I was waiting for Sophia to wake up, I decided to put a face mask on, you know, put my hair back in a little hairband thing, which made me want to talk about skincare. And I know a lot of people don't really care, but I feel like as a society, not to get deep on everybody, but as a society, we have, I remember like over COVID, especially beginning of the pandemic, I know like all over TikTok and everything, it was all about skincare. And there was like the Korean skincare with the 50 steps. And then there's some people that only use like three steps of skincare. And then there's some people like me. I sometimes, I don't even do skincare. Like I used to be the kind of girl that had, I had the morning routine, the night routine. I like did the whole nine yards. But you know, I look at my mom's skin. She doesn't do anything. Sometimes she doesn't even take off her makeup. And all the dermatologists out there can hate all they want, but my mom looks great, okay? So I decided to just let genetics do its thing. And my skin has honestly been the same, if not better, than it was when I was doing all that skincare. Because honestly, I feel like a lot of skincare doesn't do anything. I mean, sure, there are the brands and the companies that do put good ingredients in and, you know, it's actually beneficial. But I feel like now a lot of skincare products are just marketing. Like the face mask I have on right now, I know it's so bad for my skin. Like one of the first ingredients is alcohol, but it's pink and it's glittery, so I put it on. But that's exactly where they get you because you see something and it's like, oh my god, pink glitter, I love it. And then you put it on your face. And it breaks you out, but you don't even care because you felt like a princess. And there is some skincare that, of course, is essential. You've got the SPF, stuff like that. But then you get into all these chemical exfoliants and all these things that really just do not make sense to me. Like, can somebody educate me on that? And then you go to every every influencer out there has their own, like, skincare routine. You know, the Vogue videos and everything where they do their skincare. But everybody's is different. And I feel like everybody's trying to achieve this super smooth, no acne, no texture skin. But then it's confusing because you see all these people out here doing different routines and using different products on their faces. So we're going to settle this today, here and now, on the Teenish Podcast One Man Show. We are going to figure out what exactly we need for skincare the essential products that one needs for skincare. And I know I've probably lost all the boys that tune into the podcast, but honestly, skincare is for guys too. Sometimes you guys need it more than we do. Okay, so let's do a web search. What is the most basic skincare routine? Self.com. I don't know if they're reliable, but whatever. The basic steps of a skincare routine are a gentle cleanser, a moisturizer, and a sunscreen, according to Emily Newsom, MD, 
a board-certified dermatologist. And she says it right here. I like to keep things pretty simple. It might not make great for blogging, but it's fine. And that's, that is the issue in skincare. It's all advertising, all clicks and views, like the crazier stuff you do, the more likes you get, blah, blah, blah. First, you need a cleanser to wash off the dirt, makeup, excess oil, dead skin cells, and environmental impurities that end up on your face naturally throughout the day. Okay. Then you need a moisturizer to keep your skin's protective barrier functioning properly and your skin feeling smooth and soft. Arguably, the most important element is sunscreen. Helps prevent cancer as well as cosmetic sun damage. I totally agree with these things. That's basically what I do. So, you know, I wash my face in the shower and then I put sunscreen on every day. And then, um, but I don't moisturize. I use my sunscreen as moisturizer. Is that okay? Now I'm doubting myself. Okay. In the morning, wash with cleanser and then follow it with moisturizer and sunscreen. At night, wash the moisturizer and cleanser again and apply moisturizer. If your skin is oily or you wear a lot of heavy makeup, you may need to cleanse more often or a double cleanse at the end of the day. If your skin is sensitive, you will have to be careful with the ingredients in your products, such as fragrances that are likely to be irritating. So there you have it, folks. All you need in your skincare routine, three basic steps. Cleanse, moisturize, SPF, okay? That's all you need. You wake up in the morning, you wash your face, you wash your dirty, oily, nasty face, then you go to your vanity and you put moisturizer on, and sunscreen and then you're out and off with your day at night you wash everything off and then you moisturize again and put chapstick on too because i notice a lot of people are out here with chapped lips and i'm not liking it anyways my face mask is dry now and i can't really move my mouth very well so i'm going to take it off and i'll see you on next week's episode hopefully with sophia um, because this is not very fun when she's not around. I love every single one of you that listen to our podcast. You guys are awesome. You guys are great. So I think that's that's definitely all I have to say. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, TikTok. What else do we have? Twitter, I think. Um, teenish Podcast everywhere. We love everybody. And we'll see you next week. Um, I'm a little sick right now, so you're going to have to deal with the sniffles and the coughing um but for this week's podcast i am alone again um last week it was because sophia was napping during our recording time and this week she is sleeping again but it's okay because it's um what time is it it's four in the morning um i'm awake because well i mean I i don't really know um it's technically friday which means the podcast comes out tomorrow, which is today by the time you're listening. So I was thinking about what we could talk about because we haven't recorded yet. And I, as I watched the clock, like, progress later and later, it inspired me to talk about exactly that. Not sleeping. Um, I've been struggling with insomnia for probably my entire teenage life. And it's a really tough thing to struggle with, whether you're an adult or a teen, because you're on a different clock than the rest of the world is. Um, I remember when I 
used to go to a technical school, I would have to wake up at 4 in the morning to be ready for the bus. And I would never fall asleep at a reasonable time. I wouldn't fall asleep for hours or hours. And sometimes I wouldn't even sleep at all. I was averaging... (coughs) I was averaging like one to two hours of sleep a day for a school year and a half, which really affected me. Um, And I did some research. According to Healthline.com, teens need anywhere from 8 to 10 hours of sleep, and a whopping 73% of students are not reaching that mark. So, like, trust me when I say that a lack of sleep affects and disrupts almost everything in your body. Your mood changes, you feel, like, physically sick, you're not, you're unable to focus, it's just, like, a bunch of things. Um, for me, the severity of my insomnia varies. Like, some months, will I will have it where I'm literally nocturnal, but in general, my sleeping habits have been getting better. Um, except for today. But anyways, having struggled with sleeping issues for so long, I want to share some tips that have helped me with my insomnia. (coughs) Um, I'm a firm believer in the fact that solutions to issues cannot be found unless we know the why. So, why are teens getting less sleep? According to the same Healthline article I referenced earlier, Dr. Casey Nichols, who is an NMD, um, I forget what that means again, but I think you can search it up. Anyway, she says that during puberty, hormones are changing dramatically and teens undergo a delayed phase change in sleep in which their body tells them to stay up later at night and wake up later in the morning. And this is a big one because as teens, you know, we have we just have places to be like we have to go to school and we can't just call in and be like oh my hormones are like late i i can't wake up you know and it's alike with adults and with work i mean i've been blessed with the opportunity to do school from home on my own schedule um which you know makes it easier in terms of i don't have to worry about waking up for something in the morning but i recognize it's not something everybody can do. And it makes me like think, why aren't all schools like that? Like, it would be really beneficial to everybody. As long as there's some sort of quota you have to fill every day, it wouldn't matter what time you wake up or fall asleep. So that doesn't make any sense to me. I'm going to protest. But, um, like, yeah, my school, I can wake up and fall asleep at whatever time as long as I get my assignments done for the day so I don't understand why all schools can't be like that but anyways I feel like that's just so much healthier for the teenage body because of what we just mentioned with the hormones and everything (laughs) and it's the same thing with adults and with work I mean I've been blessed with the opportunity to do school from home on my own schedule, which is something I know not everyone can do, but it really makes me think why all schools aren't like that. Like, I can wake up and fall asleep at whatever time as long as I get my assignments done for the day. 
And I feel like that's so much healthier for the teenage body because of what we just mentioned with the hormones and everything. Um, Other sleep barriers recognized in teens include devices, homework, caffeine, and anxiety. And honestly, I feel like this list is a little bit of a domino effect. Um, I know how easy it is to be spending too much time on your phone or watching TV or something like that. And when we have too much time on our devices, we have less time for homework. We put it off, right? And that gives us anxiety because like, oh no, we need to do our homework. So then we end up doing it late at night, which leads to needing caffeine in the morning due to lack of sleep. So given that, Here are my tips for implementing a healthy sleep schedule. My first piece of advice would be to ask yourself, what do I do all day? How do I manage my time? Am I leaving important things for the last minute and why? And once you recognize what is taking up most of your time, manage it or cut it off completely because time management is a very important thing If you're staying up too late, you're going to mess up your whole sleep schedule. And like we mentioned, that domino effect, it's not very good. Now, for those with insomnia, even if we spend absolutely zero time on any electronics, our time management is impeccable, we still are bound to not be able to sleep. So that brings me to my second piece of advice, which is working out, okay? And... It's something that sounds like, what the heck, what does working out have to do with anything? But it actually really helps be more tired. And on top of that, it help, it has um, a bunch of other health benefits. Like, I think it makes you happier or something like that. I don't know. That's not what we're talking about today. But um, I've been doing half-hour workouts in the evening. Like around, like I think an hour around dinner. And it really helps my body use up some energy, and it does make me feel more tired. It really does work, so try it out. Um, My third piece of advice would be melatonin. And I'm not talking about those gummies or, like, the little pills or whatever, because for me, those things, um, like, I built an immunity to them. I have an oral spray melatonin. Um... A dear friend gave that one to me, and it really, really has helped me out. You just shake it, and you spray it under your tongue, and you hold it for, like, 30 seconds, and it knocks me out every time. I don't use it um, every night because I don't want to build an immunity to it like the other ones, so I only use it when I absolutely have to. Um, However, in, like, max half an hour, I will be knocked out. And... I can't say how often I use it because I don't really remember, but it does work. Um, you can find them on Amazon or I'm sure there are other places that sell it. Um, I'll link the one that I use in our link tree in case anybody cares or needs it. Um, and my fourth and final piece of advice is making sure you have a balanced diet. I've done a lot of research, and lack of certain vitamins in the body can create symptoms similar to anxiety and depression, which have an effect on sleep, you know? 
Now, I'm not saying with these tips, like, you're gonna fix and be cured of your insomnia, because I just don't think it works like that. Um, but for me, as a, um, what is it? For me, as a seasoned insomniac, these are the things that have helped me. So, if, in any case, any of you listening have trouble sleeping, which I feel like we all do at some point, um, just try, try it out, you know, and it might work. Anyways, um, I, I'm gonna probably go to sleep now. Um, make sure to follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, uh, what else do we have? I think that's all we have. Um, you can find all of their links in our link tree, and on behalf of both teenish sisters, we love you, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye.